Thanks so much for joining me today. I am Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Have I mentioned lately? These podcast episodes are intended to be tools in your toolbox. I hope that you would go back to and listen to them as needed when you are seeking information or motivation on a particular topic or a particular day, really. My intention is to have these episodes for reference, to go back and listen to. They are short and therefore highly consumable. There is a plan here, folks. And the same goes for the articles on my website. I will never unpublish an article, or at least I haven't so far. At today's count, I have 472 articles in 30 category areas like productivity, ADHD, coaching, time management, and more to support you in your organizing and life management efforts. I leave the articles on the blog to be read and reread as needed, just like the podcasts. So please check out my blog at peaceofmindpo.com blog and use the search bar up in the upper right-hand corner of the screen or at the bottom of the page if you're on a mobile de- device to find out more about your chosen subjects. So I'm checking in. How are we doing? How are we feeling, right? I hope you're doing all right today. Did you know May is Mental Health Awareness Month? So I was listening to last week's podcast this morning, and I said May is Mental Health Awareness Week, so sorry about that, but it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so each week in May, I will share on my newsletter and podcast a different theme around structures to support our mental health. In coaching, we talk about essential structures with our clients. Broadly, essential structures are those pieces and parts of our lives that support us in living a life that works for us. And if you want to know more about my training, I received my training from Coach Approach for Organizers. So those structures come in four different areas. The first is support, a supportive environment and peoples. The next is self-knowledge. The next is action. And then finally, education. Now, last week, I spoke about supportive people. And that was the people that we know who are awesome and also my finish line Friday. And this week, I want to talk about the support that comes from our own personal systems and routines. If you have ever attended one of my presentations, you have certainly heard me talk about routines. I talk about them a lot. Uh, I'm laughing in my head because... I've had four different coaching calls and client appointments this week, and guess what? We talked about routines in three of the four, I think. Today, I'm sharing two different articles on the topic. And the first one is, give yourself the gift of routines. I wrote this about 10 years ago now, and it always delights me when the articles stand the test of time, and this certainly did. I pondered this article while I started laundry this morning. After grabbing coffee and jotting down notes, I jumped in the shower and puzzled over the closing paragraph for an email that I need to write. I checked my texts from last night while I started dinner in the crock pot, loaded the dishwasher, and wiped down the counters. After I ran my morning errands, I sat down, booked clients, and confirmed presentations via email 
before heading out to a client appointment. But this article is not about how organized I am. It never is, I promise. It's really just, I can use myself as an example of what organizing can do for us without you know, divulging anyone else's secrets. So instead, you just get to hear mine. So when we're talking about routines, the first thing we can do is define a routine, right? And that will help us then to start to identify and improve upon yours. A routine is a set list of five or 10 habits, tasks, etc., that you complete every day to maintain your life. So tasks for personal hygiene, household maintenance, and nutrition may be included. Your morning or bedtime routines may contain tasks like take a shower, brush your teeth, wash your face. Perhaps you or your kids make the bed in the morning and put laundry in the hamper. Basic maintenance, done. In addition, perhaps you like to meditate in the morning or call your sister or exercise before dinner. Every person's routine will look different. And I do want to say I'm not attached to a morning routine or an evening routine. Honestly, it's just important that the tasks get done and not necessarily when. So call your daily maintenance tasks a routine, maybe daily habits, could call it a, ru- a ritual, you know, whatever you want. So class participants and clients have sometimes resisted the word routine because it sounds too rigid or too boring, and they may be right. But routines are a great way to lead busy, productive, and less stressed lives. So establishing routines moves mundane tasks out of our active thinking brain, leaving more room for more interesting things. So this morning, for example, as outlined above, uh, maintenance tasks were completed through my daily routine, and then I could move on to other things. And because a routine is a list, we can manipulate it. We can choose the order or time for the tasks and tweak the list to make it work well for us. You know, please note too that a routine is not our to-do list. Routines are for the things that have to happen every day or regularly. I'll talk about more about that in a little bit. And should quickly become automatic habits. And unless, you know, go to the post office or update your website are things you do every day, they shouldn't be considered part of your daily routine. Routines are great because decision-making is the single biggest time waster when it comes to getting organized. I used to have a client who agonized over when to shower. Every day, she would wake up and wonder when she should take a shower. So for her, getting up and getting moving were not synonymous. That is absolutely one of those tasks, one of those, you know, personal maintenance tasks that should be routine and should not be something that we have to think about or make decisions about. So this week, what I'm suggesting is that we can take a look at, maybe we can create or certainly improve your routines. So my suggestion is to start by thinking carefully about what you do, what you want to do and how to make things better. So we can make decisions about what to do and when, and then stick with what we decide. Maybe we start with a list of what has to happen every day. Perhaps it's just looking back at your morning or evening or the hour after you get home from work and listing the tasks that you complete in that time. In no particular order, you might have shower, open mail, floss your teeth, make your bed, put away your laundry, take out the trash, make dinner, take your vitamins, feed the dog right? And so once we look at that list, 
we can also make it better, right? So what we can do first is group common tasks to save ourselves steps and to cut out duplication. Using the random list that I just mentioned, you could group the dinner and trash and vitamins and feed dog tasks all together in the evening, if you'd like, to save yourself some steps and help you focus. Perhaps make the bed and put the laundry in the basket go together as you tidy up in the morning. You can also look at if these tasks are happening too often or not enough. Maybe put away laundry is just a few times a week, as is take it out the trash instead of every day. The other cool thing about taking a, a deep dive on our routines is that we can add things that are not yet happening as we work on improving what we do. I was working with a client, uh, a coaching client yesterday who is tweaking her morning routine. She knows that her whole day will go more smoothly if she meditates for 10 minutes and makes sure to take her morning medication. Since she consistently wakes up with an alarm, I suggested adding a second alarm an hour after waking to make sure that she's taken the medication and also that she's meditated. Using myself as an example, I never miss my morning cup of coffee, probably ever. <laughs> so I try to take my vitamins as I brew my first cup in the morning. Now, I'm not always thinking straight at that time of the morning, though, which is why I'm occasionally inconsistent. And so I have a backup alarm, too, just like the one I encouraged my client to set in case um, to remind me in case I've forgotten. And that makes sure that I do take it before I leave the house in the morning. So to sum up, right, make good decisions once and save time forever. So setting up our routine has us looking at the maintenance tasks that we complete every day putting them in a good and logical order, making them habits, and then moving on to more exciting things. Now, the second article that I wanted to talk about today dives a little deeper. So let's just start that out as, you know, there's their, our foundation, okay? And after we've figured out our basic daily routine to support a healthy and productive lifestyle, we can think some next level thoughts about weekly or monthly or even yearly routines to help us avoid stressful situations by eliminating them altogether. So looking back at the last week or two, what are some of the hiccups in your day that really set you back? Small annoyances or big problems that slowed you down, made you cranky, threw off your schedule and your flow? And then maybe we can ask, could any of them been, have been avoided? You know, honestly, life happens, right? Challenges sometimes cannot be avoided, but sometimes they can. And so that's where good routines on a weekly or monthly or yearly basis can really help us out. So imagine how having routines that work for you can actually help you avoid emergencies, right? It is possible. Um, and when our needs are taken care of, we're more ready for whatever life brings, okay? So like I said, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm not here to show off how organized I am. I'm using myself as an example. Um, and I like to share my routines as examples of how we can choose to handle routine tasks to avoid those emergencies later. So here's a couple of examples of routines to avoid inconveniences later. Set up a schedule for bill paying and personal business items. So years ago, I worked with a client and uh, they mentioned that they paid a lot in late fees every month on his bills. I asked him when he set time aside to pay his bills and I was met with a blank stare. So we obviously won't don't need to look at budgeting or bill paying today, but I will say that scheduling time to regularly take care of that 
task, those bill paying and personal business items, means that we miss fewer deadlines. We pay fewer late fees. We spend less time being aggravated on the phone with customer service, right? So having a routine around taking care of those things, even if it's just setting an appointment every week or two to get that stuff done, means that we aren't ever in that emergency situation again. Another example is handling regular home maintenance tasks regularly. You know, here in Chicago, spring is here, and there are a handful of tasks that we take care of every spring. Some, like, you know, the air conditioning systems checkup or carpet cleaning are already done, Um, but there's other things that we can do either every month or every season or every year to keep things plugging along. And if you are looking for more ideas, I have a blog article on just that topic. If you go over to peaceofmindpo.com on the blog and type in maintenance, it will pop up. Another idea is to know your restocking and reorder levels for regularly used products. So, you know, weekly I restock paper goods around my house and refill the hand soaps. Once a month on the first of the month, I order eco-friendly cleaning supplies that show up on my doorstep a couple days later. And uh, every week or 10 days, I place a grocery, grocery order for delivery. We add items to the grocery orders when they are low before we actually run out of stuff. So what other tasks could you make routine to save you time and energy and minimize stress later, right? I like to fill up my gas tank once a week or more on a planned errand run. Or when we travel, it's often more than just once a week, of course. So that I don't have to make unplanned stops. Because as optimistic as a Tuesday evening Colleen is that she will have time the next morning to stop and fill up the gas tank, that is rarely true. And so I just need to make an appointment and a routine around making that happen so I'm not left in the lurch. And what about routines to avoid emergencies professionally? You know your work. I'm not here to tell you how to do your job, right? But we can ask the same questions professionally that we ask personally. Where have I stumbled in the last week? How could I avoid the stumbles in the future, right? So for example, Mondays and Tuesdays, I write my articles and newsletter like today. I was writing my podcast just this morning. But Thursdays host a block of recurring tasks for my business. On Thursdays, I do my bookkeeping and pay my bills. I check in around upcoming presentations, confirming details and sending invoices. And I check in on my website comments and social media. All of these tasks keep me ahead of challenges and course corrections I need to make to keep these things running smoothly. On the other side of routines is flexibility. I love the flexibility that comes when an emergency actually does arise, knowing that I can absolutely pay attention to that because routines have been met up to this point, right? So let's say that I or a family member gets sick or I'm called away out of town on short notice Perhaps my routine tasks don't happen for a few days or even a week. Well, guess what? It's no biggie, okay? So when we regularly take care of things, emergencies or blips in our schedules don't throw us off too much. So your action items this week is to ask yourself, what could we make part of our routines? What decision-making do we waste time on regularly that we could absolutely eliminate if we set a routine and made those habits stick? and then moved on to something else, right? So we can ask ourselves, where do we stumble? Where could routines help me to stumble less? 
And then let's get busy crafting those routines to help us avoid emergencies later. This type of productivity conversation is one I have with some of my clients regularly. If you would like to explore coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next week.